we're starting this new thing called Riddle Me This. It is? Yeah, it is. Um, now, I'm going to tell you a riddle from this very big book of riddles. Riddles. Very, very big book. Okay. What has roots that nobody sees is taller than trees. Up, up it goes, yet it never grows. Um, put your answer in the, in the comment section down below. And I'll tell you the answer at the end of the service. I just want to, I just want to say real quick that I, Eli, can you, can you come here, Mo? I? I just want to, I just want to point out this, this, this Photoshop. This happened about five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. um, and the book he was reading from was uh, the Macquarie Encyclopedia of Australian <laughs> Events, which I... <laughs> definitely a riddle book. Definitely a riddle book. Definitely a riddle book. Um, you're wearing your school, school uniform. I'm, I'm wearing yeah. my school uniform. Mm -hmm. My class of 2016. Feeling good. All right. So um, that means... So we're doing this because um, we're back in school. You're back in school. I'm, I'm not. Back in school. I'm, I'm a uni. I've been there for it. So um, you, you were wearing this when I... Was like, hey, like, come and dog yep. class and mm -hmm. do this for us now. Um, why were you? Why were you wearing? Why were you wearing your school uniform? Uh, I like putting it on in the morning, so it like triggers my brain to like actually do schoolwork rather than stay in morning time when I'm just having my pajamas on, and it makes me pr more productive, which is great. That's good. Um, that's a, a thing for all you people at home. Um, wear your school uniform or, or get dressed to work how you feel you would. Um, work best. I, I work best in my UGG boots, um, so I'm wearing my UGG boots. But yeah, so that was that was really good. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, Eli, um, and thank you for your riddle. We're gonna you're gonna answer that for us at the end. Is that right? I am sick. Um, so yeah, chuck chuck the answer in the comments if you know it. Um, what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna invite uh, a good friend, and um, he's currently doing all our tech at the moment. So he's doing lots of things behind the scenes. Riley Fox, hello and welcome. So he has been doing all the stuff for the Friday Gathering behind the scenes, uh, doing a lot of the camera work, uh, all of the sound work, um, which is great. You're, you're doing a really good job. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Sick. <laughs> so I wanted, to, I wanted to, before, so he's gonna read the Bible for us today. And before you do, I just wanted to ask a few questions. Um, so, so last week, uh, I don't know if you guys were watching, but Riley was here, so he knows the context of this question but elijah and i were talking a lot about showers um so i thought i'd ask you um now that you're at home a lot which i'm assuming is is happening because you're not going out of uni yeah yeah cool um now that you're home a lot has the showering increased or decreased for me it's actually stayed the same because i it's just my routine i get up i shower it wakes me up otherwise i'm like a like a log i can't i can't move you, we, we were talking earlier and you were saying that that your hair washing has changed though. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, might have to cut it soon. You never know. <laughs> so, I, I personally have been rallying, what's the word? Trying to get this to happen. Um, I want to get when church goes back, when all this is over, that we get Elijah DeReeves to cut your hair. Would, would that be a thing that you would be okay to do? I'm down. Sick. There we go. We have consent. Um, so this is happening. So get keen. Um, voice your, if you're keen in the comments, let us know. If you're not, um, let us know, but we're still going to do it anyway. Um, so my next thing was, so we, we're doing, we're in our second week in Daniel this week. Uh, yeah, today we're in our second week of Daniel, which is really cool and really exciting. And, and I personally really love the book of Daniel. Have you, have you got any highlights? Have you got any thoughts about Daniel? Or we did it, it kick a couple of years ago was that 2017 yeah that was that was a lot of fun 
good. My favorite part's still always going to be the the lions. That's chilling with the lions. It's good stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. So you're gonna you're gonna read from Daniel, not from that part, but you're gonna read from Daniel chapter two today. Yep. Um, thank you so much. All right. So we're gonna read from Daniel chapter two, verses one to thirteen. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled, and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream that troubles me, and I want to know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king, May the king live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will interpret it. The king replied to the astrologers, This is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dream was and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces and your houses turned into piles of rubble. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and interpret it for me. Once more they replied, Let the king tell his servants the dream and we will interpret it. Then the king answered, I am certain that you are trying to gain time because you realize that this is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me the dream, this is, there is only one penalty for you. You've, you have conspired to tell me misleading and wicked things, hoping the situation will change. So then, tell me the dream, and I will know that you can interpret it for me. The astrologers answered the king, There is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astro astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live along, among humans. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. Okay, we've cleaned the microphone and we've heard the Bible read. My name's Stuart and I'm going to spend a couple of minutes thinking about this passage with us today. It's a terrific story and the whole book of Daniel is a great story and this is a really kicker example of how the story starts. But before we look at it, I'd like to ask you a question and that question is, who do you go to when you are in trouble? You might go to your friends, you might uh, talk to your, your parents, you might talk to your teachers, um, if you get into trouble on the, the football field, you might talk to your coach. Usually there's someone that you go to if you get into trouble. So have a think about it now. Who do you go to when you get into trouble? Well, keep that question in mind because what we're going to look at now is Daniel is getting into some serious trouble right now in this passage. Because Daniel, if you remember from last week, if you were listening in last week or watching in last week, or if you've heard the story before, or, uh, you might remember that Daniel and his mates have been taken from Jerusalem. And even though they're in the house of David and they were actually um, quite prominent uh, young men in Jerusalem, when Babylon uh, attacked Jerusalem and uh, captured all the, the people of Judah, these uh, four young men got taken into the king's court in Babylon. And the idea that the king had, Nebuchadnezzar, was that he was going to take some of the young men of Israel, and well, of Judah rather, and he was going to take those young men and turn them into Babylonians. So the idea was that he would conquer the, the country and then take their leadership, the next generation of their leadership. And the idea was that if I could turn them into Babylonians, then the next generation of 
the, the Jewish people would be all Babylonian. But he didn't count on Daniel and his friends being so confidently um, keen to follow God. And so they didn't want to defile themselves with the king's food. So even though the king gave them lavish banquets and put all this food on, because there was food at the king's banquet that they were told not to eat uh, from God, that as Jews they wouldn't eat um, pork or they wouldn't eat uh, all sorts of stuff like that, they, uh, Daniel said to the attendants, look, we'll just eat vegetables and drink water. And um, that ended up happening. And as a result, um, they grew and they flourished and God blessed them because they didn't defile themselves with the king's food. And last week we talked about the fact that as Christians today, it's really important for us to think about making sure that we're strong in our, our identity as Christians. And we need to be confident in God to look after us rather than feeling like we need to find our security in ourselves. So I'll come back to our question today. Who do you go to when you get into trouble? Well, Daniel's going to give us a really good example of how we should be um, sure, relying on other people, but at the end of the day, we need to trust in God because He is the only one who can actually look after us in eternity. So let's have a look at the story. Um, we've heard it read by Riley. Nebuchadnezzar has a dream and his dreams trouble him in verse 1 of chapter 2. And so the king in chapter uh, 2 verse 2 summons all of his astrologers and all these magicians and all these enchanters and all these people in his court that are all Babylonian um, magicians and and all these people. And he says to them, look, I've got this dream, but I'm not going to tell you what the dream is. Because if I tell you what the dream is, you could just make up anything. So that I know that you have power and that you have authority to be able to answer my dream, because I'm really troubled by this dream. I want you, first of all, to tell me what the dream is. And then I want you to give an interpretation. Now, these astrologers, obviously are really perplexed because they have no idea what the king's dream is and they have no power to um, answer the king and they actually say that it's actually impossible for them to do that. They've said here that um, uh, verse 7, for example, they replied to the king, let the king tell his servants the dream and we'll interpret it. The king says, I'm certain that you're trying to gain time because you realize that this is what I firmly decided. If you do not tell me the dream, there is just one penalty for you He's going to execute them. So here's the trouble. And the problem for Daniel is he will get swept up in this uh, execution because he's now in the courts of the king. So the king has asked the astrologers to uh, determine what the dream is. And they've said to him, we can't, we don't know. In fact, no one can tell you, no human being can tell another human being what their dream is. And in verse 12, this is what happens. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men in Babylon. The decree was issued to put the wise men to death and the men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. So now Daniel's been caught up in this too and his response is different to the astrologers and the enchanters and the magicians of the Babylonian court because rather than trying to trick the king and say, oh, will you tell us the dream and then we'll interpret it, Daniel actually says this. Daniel spoke with wisdom and tact, which is important to point out. And in verse 15, he asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? He explained the matter. And then Daniel said to the king that he wanted to know if he could interpret the dream. So in verse 16, Daniel went to the king and asked for some time so that he might interpret the dream. See, the difference there is that he's not saying, over and over and over, King, please tell me the dream and then I'll interpret it. He's like, oh, okay, you've had a dream. 
I'm a human being. I can't tell what the dream is. I need a bit of time because I'm going to go and get help. I need to get help from God himself because only God can interpret a dream or tell me what the dream was. And so he goes to God for help. Remember at the beginning of the sermon and I said, who do you go to for help? Well, in my life, I often have trusted friends that I go to and that's a really good thing. I like to talk to people in my family. I like to talk to people who are in the church with me. I like to talk to people in authority, particularly if the issue I'm having concerns something that they know about. But here it reminds me that in everything I do, if I do go and get help from someone else that I trust and can care for me, which is a good thing, I also have to remember to pray. I need to talk to God about the things that are on my heart. I need to trust that he can help me and that he can help sustain me in this life. Now, with COVID-19, um, a lot of us are in a really different situation, aren't we? And it's a quite tr a troubling thing. Sometimes it's not so bad, but then you have moments where you think to yourself, when's this going to end? Nobody knows when it's going to end. Nobody knows how it's going to end. Even though our politicians and our leaders are working out pathways out of COVID, we don't really know. And so that can cause us some anxiety. And so what is a really good antidote to anxiety? To take Daniel's model and go to God and say, God, you know when COVID will be over. You know how I'm going to live through this. Can you please help me? So here in verse 16, Daniel goes on, uh, verse 17, sorry, and he returns to his house and he says to his friends, we need to plead for mercy from God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed by Babylon. Now, what Daniel's saying to his friends here is really helpful and insightful. He's saying, we need to plead with God because God can actually help us here. But we really need to trust in his mercy and we need to ask him for help. And so they plead with God. And in verse 19, this is kind of the climax of the whole chapter of chapter 2. Verse 19, during the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and he deposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals the deep hidden things. He knows what lies in the darkness and the light dwells with him. I thank and praise you, O God my father, of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we ask for you have made known to us the dream of the king now in the rest of the chapter you can guess what's going to happen next now daniel knows what the dream is and god's told him what it means so he gets the dream he knows the meaning he goes to the king and in verse 24 and following this is what he says he says king please don't execute us because i know your dream you had a dream of a great big statue with a golden head that was made out of multiple different kinds of metal. And then a big rock came down from heaven and smashed it and it turned into a mountain. And the king was amazed because Daniel had actually proved to him that he actually had authority that magicians and the enchanters didn't have. And the authority, Daniel tells the king, didn't come from himself. It was God who gave him the, the dream. And not only that, he says to the King Nebuchadnezzar, I can now actually tell you what your dream means. And the meaning of the dream is what he unpacks. He says that the dream was given by God to you so that you would know that God has given you dominion and power that you now have. This isn't the work of your own hands. In verse 
36, he says that. And again, in verse 38, he repeats it. He said, God made you the ruler over all you rule. And he says, in the dream where you saw the statue with the head of the statue made out of gold, you are the head of gold. And that position that you have of power and authority was given to you by God. But not only do you have authority, but there will be others that follow you, other kingdoms that will also have authority. Now, as the story um, is unpacked, basically the meaning goes on to say that the, um, the feet and the toes of the statue are brittle. In verse 41, just as you saw the feet and the toes were partly of baked clay and partly of iron, so this will be with you with a divided kingdom. And so Daniel is explaining the dream to Nebuchadnezzar. You can just imagine this king leaning forward, listening intently. He can't believe that Daniel's actually known what his dream was, so that's why he's listening to the interpretation. And as he goes on, uh, Daniel says in verse 44, in time there will be other kings that come after you, and the God of heaven has set you up as king, and just as he set you up as king, he will set others up as king. But look what he's saying here in the dream, Nebuchadnezzar, that God can crush kingdoms and bring them to an end. But... The vision of the mountain in verse 45, he goes on to say, is the vision of a rock cut out of a mountain, not by human hands. And the mountain, he goes on to say, starts to get the king to realize that while his kingdom will pass and the other kingdoms that come after him will pass, the kingdom that God sets up will never pass. And that is why we can go to God when we have troubles because his authority and his power is over everything whether times of trouble befall us or whether we're in times that are going well, God is there for us and God is keeping us safe. And just like Daniel pleads with God to have mercy on him, so too we can come before God and ask for mercy because after all, Jesus explained that the mercy of God is ultimately available through him because the kingdom that will last forever was set up by Jesus Christ himself. Jesus came as a king and in Mark chapter 1 verse 14 he says I've come to proclaim the kingdom of God and I call on you to repent and receive the good news so that you too might join the kingdom of God. So the mercy that we ask God for is through Jesus because on the cross he died on the cross as a payment for our sin. All the things that we've done wrong Jesus was willing to pay the price for that so that we might actually have reconciliation with God and be a part of his kingdom. So my question to you today is, when you go through hard times that may be temporal and passing like COVID will be, it will pass, or whether you go through um, a real existential crisis, in other words, you have a real crisis of meaning, what is life all about? You can go to God for everything and ask him for help because he has sent Jesus to save us so that we might be safe in eternity. And that mountain that representation of the kingdom of God that will last forever is a great encouragement to me right now because I know that no matter what has happened to me in the past or the present, my future is brighter if I trust in Jesus. And I'm inviting you today to also put your trust in Jesus too. If you haven't done that before and you'd like to know how to put your trust in Jesus, please let us know in the comments and we can get in touch with you. But be encouraged during this time because God is on the throne in heaven and he is reigning. And just like Daniel prayed to him and pleaded for him for mercy, take your concerns and your worries to God as well as asking other people for help. Think about that during the weekend as we continue to uh, live through this time of COVID-19. Thanks for listening. One way.
Thanks again for listening to the Soul Revival Church podcast. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to watch any of these services that we hold live, you can go to soulrevivalchurch.com and you can see all the gatherings up the top of the page. You can choose anyone you wish. It can be on Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Thanks again and one way. Music is okay by Ixon.